Hey listeners, it's Carla Vasquez. Just want to let you know that for episode two of Carla Vasquez Thinks Out Loud with Sarah Kennedy, we had a couple of tech issues, and so the audio is out for about 18 minutes. It was a little wonky. After that, it clears up just fine. So please listen, like, subscribe, and enjoy. We're back. You're podcasting. I think the mic's a little less. We're moving on. Yeah, I was on your podcast, and I've been on a couple other ones. And then did you ever have this feeling? You've had how many? Just one podcast? No, I've had a bunch. Maybe I could say I've half a dozen, maybe. I'm like, I, like we, yeah. And on your first one, especially, did you feel like you had to like watch? I don't know. I came came into this last week and I was like, oh my god! But I didn't watch every podcast and read every book and watch every movie and listen to all the news and every sure. newspaper. And I didn't lose the weight and I didn't do cut my hair right and like you know, like I just felt like everything had to be a certain way. But is it? You'd say it's just a learning and growing. I just brought her here to like give me advice. Good. So that's it's just I a selfish, <laughs> selfish reason. No, I mean the first one I did was on SoundCloud, and it was just like um, I just wanted to see what the tool was like, and so it was just me talking um, about nothing. I have this I have this theory that I like to talk about when I don't have, know what to talk about, and it's about the plot of Ruth McIntyre songs and how dramatic they are. And so that like literally one of the first podcasts I ever put out on on SoundCloud was just like me being like, You guys ever think about this thing about Ruth McIntyre? I think that's weird. Why a huge Reba fan. I love Reba. I love her. Yeah. She's my favorite. Um what song wait, what's one of her best songs like most popular? I know a little of it. So Fancy is the most popular one. Like that's the best one. And it's about uh, you know, a, a really poor family that just gets their oldest daughter ready uh, to go be a prostitute. Oh. And then the rest of the family, like, dies oh. off because they're so poor. I love these old, like, storytelling, like, mm-hmm. country songs. And then there's uh, The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia, which oh, is I, a cover. I, yeah. And that's a murder mystery all the way through. You know I what I mean? It's about Georgia. So many Georgia songs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, on, it's on people's minds. Um, and, then, <laughs> they, uh, uh, and then there's this other song, that, and it's not even one of her singles. It's, but it's, this, it's the most wild song when I describe it to people. <laughs> so it's about this lady... Um, who meets a guy at a party and then has a one night stand with him and then he gives her AIDS. Oh, and she dies. Oh, is this like follow up to TLC Waterfalls? A little bit, yeah. It's really so. like right around the same era of it, too, which is why it's so weird that it's like happening in like conjunction with each other. But like the whole song of this like, like moral screed about like don't have one night stands, he might give you AIDS. Like, read it with the PSA, man. It's not even like saying, like, yeah, it just statistically that was. That was Less likely to be what gives you a conspiracy Yeah. <laughs> so and then yeah, so I I did that one and then I had I was on uh, Dead Things for a long time with Genevieve and Jody and they, they just talk about death in death. Oh. oh and um, which is uh, you know it's pretty heavy. So I got I kind of got I think I think I got picked because. Um, uh, number one, I had a nice microphone. I always think that that's interesting. <laughs> these, are, these are the finest microphones. Um, secondly, I can usually, when things get really heavy, I, I compulsively kind of try to keep things like up and light and whatever. Yes. Yeah. So that was that was cool. And then I did Tadar, which is it's still you can listen to that one on Spotify right now. And it's um, it's so me and my friend Hattie explore Taylor Swift's. <laughs> career <laughs> and life through a queer lens. I, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, we were yeah. doing noteworthy on iTunes for three weeks. Really? Yeah. I was yeah. like, that was that was that was. Love Taylor Swift. This is prerequisite for every female friend I have that <laughs> is not, and I'm not like, I 
that well, but it's just, it happens all the female friends that I have across the board, whether they're like totally different, they all love Taylor Swift as like the number one combining thread. Um, I told you I met her, or I didn't meet her, I like kind of saw her from afar, like me and reached to the wall basically. She'd make it out with a girl, because that would be <laughs> no, really helping me in my pocket. She didn't have a girl with her, she had Abby, which you could and say, her best friend. is it their best friend or is it her best friend? Well. Listen, we don't have to, we don't have time to get into this, but like the, the song 15, like, is really oh. about this idea of like, kind of like watching straight people be straight in front of you and then kind of being like, well, that sucks. That looks like that sucks a lot. <laughs> oh, no, It's one theory. It's one going theory among many, and most of them are just that she's a completely straight, normal girl, no problem. So don't think that I like. Taylor's gonna come out like next year. Just assuming it's clear. Oh no, I didn't know. Like, I knew it. I'm just pointing. I'm like, yeah. I did a one woman show about it in New York. How long was this one woman show? It was only supposed to be 45 minutes. I went an hour. And all about, <laughs> all about Taylor Swift and all about this theory that I have about her. And um, it was so fun. And, um, it was, it, we sold out except I did reserve two seats for her and Carly Kloss in case they wanted to come by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, <laughs> did you invite them or something? No, but I did get, I got pressed for it. I was in like, there were things about it. it. So like, it was, you know, there, she does that sometimes where she just like surprises people or does oh, weird things. Up. And yeah, so, she was doing a lot of things in COVID. That's awesome. You should, she should have. This was in New York, right? Yeah. Yes. Sarah, for those that you don't, of you that don't know, you started comedy in New York, correct? Mm -hmm. From here. Mm -hmm. Started here. I started here. One. Did comedy here for five years. Moved okay. to New York for five years. And then. I've been back for almost two. Twelve years on the air Impressive. Super impressive to have Sarah on. Gurus of sorts. <laughs> and just good energy. Oh yeah, but I saw Taylor Swift that worked at a department store in Kansas, uh, in Lawrence, where Katie was, and Abby went there, her best friend Taylor Swift. And I was working in like one department of it, and the makeup department was next door, and I just see this like golden mane walk by, <laughs> like very tall golden oh. mane. And, uh, and then a redhead, bright redhead, and then a big black bodyguard. And I was like, oh, that's a famous person. Like, <laughs> it it definitely was. <laughs> it was Taylor Swift. So then I like went over there and was like meandering around the makeup and just being like really creepy, um, which was <laughs> fun times. I didn't actually end up stalking her. Um, yeah, so uh, that's great. Uh, what other podcasts do you are you doing? Oh, you're going to be doing another one. Yeah, I'm working on a new project right now. It's a limited run podcast it's right now. Although now, the more and more I get into it, the more I'm like, this could go on forever. Yeah. Um, and I brought a sticker too for it. Look at this. Ah, what? Comedy Ghost Town podcast. Yeah. So it's called That's Comedy Ghost Town. It's for you. It's a gift. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. I love it. Getting gifts. So sweet. So it's a. Uh, I'm exploring. I'm investigating. This is the thing about it. I'm investigating the history of Albuquerque and why we don't have a comedy club and what it would take for us to open one and sustain one. Because there's been attempts, there's been, um, we had, a, we had a, a comedy club here for a long time. Um, and now there's even this kind of going theory that there's no comedy in Albuquerque at all. And that's, that's, that's not, not true. true. Yeah. And so just exploring all of this and where this is coming from and what, um, you know, and just like asking business owners and, and people who've opened bars or even like, government officials and stuff like that about the laws and stuff here and just trying to figure out like what what is stopping us from yeah. having um these are a couple just little facts about Albuquerque our our nearest uh population 
like neighbors, like in population not nearest to us, are actually some of our nearest neighbors too. So Tucson and El Paso are very similar yes. to us in um, population. Milwaukee is actually nearly identical to us in both population and then also in crime rate. Really? Yeah. So they have like they I think they have like maybe maybe less than a dozen violent crimes more than Albuquerque did one year. And so they're just right underneath us. And so I was like, all of those places have dedicated performance places for comedy in particular, but we don't. So what is it? What is it? Yeah, what's keeping it? Why are we getting off the ground? And we were talking to is like, I mean, there's different things, like the laws and things. And the one I kind of brought up, I was like, we just need like cohesion, <laughs> like people to come together and have like not even just one thing, but just like work with everybody and everybody not have always the same. I mean, the shows are great in town. Everybody's yeah. doing a lot of stuff right now. There's a lot more going on, but sometimes you do see it's like this venue always has these same things. These always, and you know, I think we should just mix it up a little bit more, and so that the crowds that like to go to that place are seeing different comedians moving in and out. Yeah, and I, um, on the other end of it, too, I think performer-wise, if we want people to come here, people, we're pretty isolated, right? So you, you pretty much have to drive four hours to get mm-hmm. to the next biggest place. Um, so if we want somebody to come down here, we need to give them, like, a weekend's worth of, like, a whole varied amount of shows and show them what it's like here. And so sometimes when, when people get territorial and be like, you can't perform everywhere because then nobody's going to come to ours. Mm-hmm. That is a little short-sighted because I think if, if, if you shared the performers with everyone, mm-hmm. the comedian it's, themselves get more uh, stage time, which is right. what they want. They want to maximize that out as yeah. much as possible. Virtual. Yeah, and then, you know, if it's if it's a Friday night show and then a Saturday night show and then maybe a late night Saturday night show that has, like, a different premise to it or something like that, where maybe it's, like, a debate show or, like... Um, they, like a, like we used to do comedians power hour or whatever like yeah, something like that. Band that's yeah, for a mm-hmm. while. that was really fun. I love those kind of shows. So mm-hmm. that kind of stuff just make it I like that. Do you think you'll be uh, bringing Bit Bandits back? Sorry, I no, this is great because I did Bit Bandits. Yeah, um, which is fun if you can it, explain yeah. really quickly. Sure. It is. So Bit Bandits is a show where you write your set list because everybody has a set list usually when they go on or they have like titles for their jokes. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the same way that bands do with, you yes. know, with uh, before a concert. An outline. Mm-hmm. And then you just give it to somebody else. And that person has to look at your topics and, in fact, just riff and make new jokes based on your jokes. Uh, and then you get to come back up and do your own jokes at the end of it, which is really cool. Because it's like you get two sets, which is weird for a comedy show. A lot of times that's really weird. But it's neat to get the extra stage time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, sometimes you can walk away with a whole bunch of different perspectives on, on something that you were writing that you didn't think of. I still do a couple of jokes that I came up with based on the set list I got. I think I got Jack Tapestry. And <laughs> oh, cool. I still do a couple of jokes that, you know, nothing to do with the jokes he does, mm-hmm. but like just from his cue, you know, like his few words, I, I still do some of those, which is fun. I like that show. Uh, um, I'd love to do it again. Yeah, I did one Zoom call with um, him and Royal and Nicholas Starr. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, I got a new job making soap at Los Bobanos, and he's real into that, and so I just don't know. I'm, you know, when he wants to come back, no problem. If he wants to just, like, tweet the show, like, I'll, I can run with him by myself, but I don't want, I want to make sure I defer to him a little exactly. bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think he wasn't doing the comedies anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, it's been interesting since he's still doing it and he's new out in the world. It's been, you know, I feel kind of fun right yeah. now to see who's like moved back to town or, um, yeah, this seems very interesting right now. I like it. Yeah, definitely. Um, was, okay, so we didn't do it this time, but eventually we're going to have you do a fear. <laughs> yeah, I think 
we're gonna have to do like a fear faster thing um <laughs> of you know pre-recorded segment of your fear <laughs> can you share with everybody listening what is your fear my greatest fear and this is like well documented this is something i'm, I'm not shy about um <laughs> is a social situation without enough chairs uh, it is. It, I've told people before. This is what I imagine hell to be. So yes. hell will be an eternity of that feeling when you're sitting on a chair and then your friend comes in and we didn't save one for them and they kind of look around and then they kind of are like, oh, and you're like, oh no, like that feeling. That feeling is my. That, that, I, 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 I am definitely afraid of that feeling. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'll just make sure that where we're going is like. Where we're sitting and where we're going and all that stuff, but considering like all of it, I just will I will do anything to avoid mm-hmm. being in that situation. It is my biggest I'm like um uh, helpful to a fault. Because like if people come and you people are like, oh here's this and here's the thing again, they're like, like we're fine, <laughs> we'll figure it out. We're adults, we can find our own things. Okay, I just want to help. Okay, I have a th- question and maybe plugging into your psyche a little bit about the fear stuff. Did you have a really bad game of musical chairs growing up? <laughs> no, I was really good at it. <laughs> Maybe that's why it made me feel bad for being so good at it and stealing so Sorry, many people's chairs. Yeah. <laughs> cake walks and all that stuff. You went all the cake. Yeah. But maybe that's why is because now you feel bad for taking all those seats from everybody else that you're trying to run it around and yeah. get some karma back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can do it. Yeah, that seems that seems right. Also, I'm sure running shows though is like that's the thing. It's like well, we're gonna have enough chairs. Is this seating right? What I wish that was a problem, Carla. Or is wait, like... rather it'd be like, should we take out some chairs yeah, and smush sure. them together? Yeah. Butt <laughs> chair movement. I love it. I love it. Oh man, we're talking about Taylor Swift. Though I do have a question. Sure. Okay, so. Um, there was the uh, Olympian that turned away from the bar recently. Um, a tangent question. If if the LGBTQ flag or flags had a national anthem, what would it be? And is it already written? Uh, well, you know, it's hard. There's these anthems, you know, like the word anthem is something that gets tied with the <laughs> yeah. gay community quite a lot. It's, they're like, this is my anthem. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Finally, an anthem. <laughs> it's like, YMCA was an anthem. Like, that's... Lady Gaga's every album. Yeah, exactly. I, I, got, a, I got an email today from the Foundation. Why am I still on this email list? Like, oh, like a, a, it was something that her and her mom started when that song came out to kind of be like, we're not just singing a song. Yeah, I actually forgot about this. It was like, it was like 15 years ago or something. Like, I think, yeah, because I think it came out in like 2008 or like whatever. Maybe, maybe a little bit later than that. Because I remember I did a show in El Paso. For Gibran, uh, at the time his name was Gibran the comedy. It was half comedy, half magic. Oh, comedish. That's hard to say. Um, and uh, I wish I remember his last name right now, but he's a great performer. He's so funny, and he comes up here a lot. So, like, he's him, and he's, like, one of the people who mm-hmm. pass through. Um, and the my picture was on the poster and i remember it was like one of my first shows where like it was like i was the i was the headliner oh my god yeah. and then um a bunch of women came to the show specifically cuz they had seen a girl with short hair on the poster and they're like i bet i know what she's going to talk about yeah. 
And so <laughs> they hung out afterwards. And then as soon as everything was kind of done at, at, at the show at the bar, they and I it was also one of the first shows where I was ever like given a hotel room as like part of my payment. Nice. Yeah. And so I got um, a full car of my friends. Like, I, I mean, all f- like five of us in a car. And I was like, we're going to get like two queen beds instead of one king bed. And we're, we're just going to all enjoy yeah. this like weird free best western room of course whatever. it's the best western oh yeah that's where i partied in high school <laughs> yeah 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 uh, then that's kind of what it was so it was like that so we got the, so we got the end of the show happens the five of us are hanging out and uh these ladies come up and they're like hey can we hang out and we were like yeah and then they they went us walk like a mile and a half to this gay bar that was like down an alleyway. It was like, oh, the, and then like, hey, do you want to get murdered with us? <laughs> and I was like, okay, we're just gonna. Hopefully, now we're a we're a big we're a big enough size that like you couldn't. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't. We're a group. We'll get you. We got mace. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, I don't mace. I, mm-hmm. I'm afraid to mace myself. Yes. Um, I want to apologize to What's everybody up? who's listening right now. Um, <laughs> Basically, the mic on the computer was picking you guys up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. sounded like real far away. Yeah. Oh, so up. they haven't heard anything we've said so No, far? they've heard what you said. Just quiet. Like no, it just sounds like, no, it sounds like, like, like in a different room. Now, okay. now you're going. Oh, it does sound different in my head now a little bit. No, no, no. no, no you, we wouldn't have heard it. It's just on there. So we were sounding like a Zoom call over here. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And okay. then we were sounding like. I don't apologize, Larry. We're still working things out. my tapping of the keyboard. That's good. I think over here. Uh, it, it no, it's like an good. immersive experience on everything. Yes. Also a bit, by the way. <laughs> you thought the mic stuff thought... was a bit. This is a bit, too. Yeah, yeah we were just trying to see how loud we could talk to the mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Projecting. Um, so you're down this alley. Right, so we oh. got to this club, and I remember it specifically because they were playing. This is always something that I love when I go out, is when the DJ will play the music videos of the, sh- of the songs. Oh, yeah. It is my most favorite thing in the Especially whole world. <laughs> Yeah, like depressing ones. Or something. Yeah, so it was. He played. He played a Lady Gaga one from the album that had "Born This Way" on it, and I, that's a very visceral memory for me. So. so it is the anthem. But then so that's also, the anthem. yeah. Also, you're talking about like the you being on poster with short hair. Do you feel like people like want to look to you as like this is our like we got the one. Yeah. This is our you know yeah this is the one or oh that's, all she does is gay jokes or like or all she does is gay jokes yeah it's like and I don't mean to like put no, you into good. that box I'm just wondering if that's been a thing because I I mean I'm queer but I'm straight passing <laughs> you know I'm a little more straight passing <laughs> your eyebrows look amazing by the way I'm just saying just got, talk about that. <laughs> just got them done but uh, yeah so I just wondered if that's something that you feel like has been well, when I started doing comedy, none of my jokes were about being gay at all because I th- there's so much about the way that I found myself to humor and comedy in general that I think was very um, uh, self-defensive. Do you know what I mean? Like that kind of like, they won't hate me if they like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> make them laugh. And yeah. then um, so all my, every joke I wrote ever was always about like TV light light current events like you couldn't even imagine like whatever and then like stories about my family or whatever and I had people who would just like introduce me to other comedians and they'd be like this one's great she's gay but she never talks about it it's awesome and then I remember being like well that's not necessarily what I do like that's not I mean I'm just have other things to talk about also and then it kind of it started really bother me because I was just like that's not a feature. That's a bug. And it needs mm-hmm. to be addressed in a way that, like, you know, I can still do things. And But I will say that when I was in New York, 
I got in with like a really niche group of comedians who we all performed on each other's shows and we did amazing things and made awesome um, opportunities for each other and they're coming to my wedding and they're amazing people and I love them. That's awesome. We also did shows with gay people for gay people all throughout gay New York, you know what I mean? And so like I built this whole set around um, my identity at that point. Mm Which then now, being back here, I have kind of a, a fun mix. Yeah, you do have and a I, really good balance of. Yeah. Well, not just oh, <laughs> okay, but just your whole set in general. I, you talk about so many different great topics. I think I try to, but I do think that there is a moment where I think there's there's comedians here in town who are like, I'm going to save her for the lady night or for the, the mm, you know mm. like maybe once we have like a you know what i mean like once we establish yeah. with the regular comedians then we'll get sarah in here for something and i think maybe they're just like scared to ask you because you're like they're like she's the best you won't want to do our show they <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you are very well liked in the town because sarah just has the best energy that's why i wanted you here too like you're just like a, i've heard this many times with you not being around people verbatim being sarah is just like this light like this <laughs> Bright, like awesome light, and just so great to be around. So well, that's nice. It's true, people. It's true. Every ounce. Oh man, I would usually have my sisters chiming in a bunch, but I think they're both traveling right now, and one's like maybe hungover. So sure, we'll sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> um, been talking about things. Okay, so we're gonna do something really quick. So yeah. I'm gonna cut you off. Uh, I asked you to bring something today. Yes. Um, kind of last minute. I brought. I brought something too, kind of. But we're gonna do a little show and tell for fun. We'll ex- we'll explain to the listeners um, if cool. you're not watching. So um, I don't know what her item is. Mm-hmm. It was a very last a last minute thing and something special that you could bring. Yeah. So take it away. Well, thank you so much for asking me to do this because this is really one of my favorite stories to tell. Anyway, um, yes. my item that I brought today is a necklace. A, like a medallion that was given to me by the rapper 50 Cent. No, it wasn't. Yes. What? Yeah. Wow. No, it wasn't. Y- yes. Yes, it was. Shut yes, it, it absolutely was. <laughs> this is a great, okay. Uh, and it has my initials story. in it. Uh, it says SK right there in it. And what? I'm really, I really, I, I, I'm probably more into my initials than I am into my full name. I Because, I mean, even on my glasses, I have my initials. You do have SK what's on your, your middle, glasses. What's your middle name? <laughs> she hates her middle okay. By the laugh <laughs> on that a, laugh. And she's like, ugh. Initial, you know? my, yeah, D. D. Okay. Yeah. Diana. SDK. No. Yeah. Sounds like a skater shoe. Yeah. SDK. That doesn't Skate cool. Donkey Kong. It's um, <laughs> a new video game well, that Tony Hawk is working on. <laughs> my middle name is Danae. D apostrophe N A E. That's good. That's okay. My parents about? thought that they were making it up, but. Oh French? yeah, but then people. Yeah, I get it. Are you French like that... Dierte? No, no, no. Oh, I don't, they really oh. just thought because all, all the all the women in my family all have A sounding middle names. So my mom's middle name is K. There's like oh, a that kind of stuff. So they were like just kind of kind of giving me something unique in the middle um so the the, the necklace yes. <laughs> so um okay so here's the deal 50 cent ha- is a is a businessman on top of being a rapperman and he uh okay. he, he did this thing for a long time it was like a competitor with five hour energy it was called uh street king's energy shots and scary well it, it was kind of like it looked like really industrial and it had like um you know it, it looked like him like it was like very well branded for what nice. he was doing um it didn't sell very well it wasn't even like number two in the energy shot world um five hour energy was five hour really, energy was just gonna there's an already another one with yeah. five in the name yeah, exactly that so then um he kind of branched out he they retooled it to be like a pre-workout gook that you could drink like yeah. like so like that you could you could just drink that and then they even got like um famous sports stars to be like kind of endorsing it and kind of be the influencers of things i think i vaguely were... it was like the first thing that colin kaepernick ever did okay, like it was yes just... now yeah okay okay gotcha he did that i didn't know that was 50 cents yeah. okay yeah because then he, they shorted it they shortened it down from uh 
Street Kings to just SK Energy shots. And uh, they also went into this other brand of like doing like a uh, sprayable um, sunscreen. It's wild. And then they all got like, it was all franchised out or li- licensed out with like minions on it and princesses on it and stuff like that. I don't even understand like what those, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't, what, five hour? Let's drink this. So they had this, this is the most millennial thing I think that's ever happened to me in my entire life. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. They had a contest. <laughs> to win a job working for the company wow and being their social media person for a year and you would make a hundred thousand dollars for that year wow and i just moved to new york and i was like well that sounds really great um i guess i could enter a contest to win a job i can do that that sounds like a thing i could do um and plus it was called sk so my whole video for submitting it was like sk that's gay. Yeah. Do it. This seems like it just makes the most sense. You gotta have it. And then I got I got to the finals of the contest for a job. And we had to go to their office in like Midtown. And we were sitting there and we were supposed to pitch them on what we would do for that year for the social media. And I had this whole rigmarole thing planned out. And then all of a sudden, Fitty Cent walks in. Like he was definitely gonna be a planned part of the of the day. Yeah. And um he kissed me on the cheek. Yes. And he, yeah, yeah. And like he off the around. bat? Yeah, right. He like, like walked. He like, but he, so. you know, when you're that famous and people are kind of just leading you around, you have no idea where you're going or what you're doing. And so mm-hmm. I'm sure he just walked in and was like, I guess I'll smile a lot and shake a lot of hands. Yeah. And then kiss I'm out of here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kiss all the ladies on the cheek and then have it be whatever. So he sat there and they had to be like, Curtis, because his name is Curtis. Oh. They were like, Curtis, um, all these people here want to do your social media. What is it that you think would be good social media for SK Energy Shots? And he thought about it for a second. And then he went, you know, on Instagram right now, there's a lot of girls wearing yoga pants. And I think we could maybe just give a lot of the product to these girls wearing yoga pants. And they could just (laughs) like have it in the shot while they were yoga <laughs> yeah. and I was like I was like oh, looking over my whole portfolio gosh. and I was like I did not have girls in yoga pants yeah. anywhere in here like it was not uh, a thing the yoga pants but then they gave us a whole bunch oh of extra gosh, swag and stuff too and then, and then they took us to a really fancy dinner and that was and, and then I was, did not get the job <laughs> oh what have we and how many people were a part of this it was like five groups because it was like three individuals and then two representatives from two little like itty bitty like um and social media he was hanging agencies. out the whole time no he only came for that one little spot that's awesome said the yoga pants thing and then pieced that's right on out that. and then we were like <laughs> okay <laughs> like, uh, right thanks for Curtis. the kiss <laughs> that's yeah. hilarious uh, great story thank so, you for bringing that yeah of course and my friend my so, old roommate brett uh he made me promise him that i'd wear it every new year's i was gonna ask so, you wear so it. wait a minute do you wear did, it did he bring that to you or was it just given out to everybody who i was the only one that got a medallion uh, how, so that though? was like, well, they did. I mean, so right before he left, they had this big swag closet where they were going to give us a whole bunch of stuff. And then um, they only wanted us to have the new branded stuff. So it was all like white and like like crisp lines and stuff like that. And then this was like in the very, very back. And I was yes. like, please, can I have that? Please. So, wow, that's cool. Fit is SK. I thought shots. it was made for you. No, I mean, it still says, like, Street King on the back of it, too. Like, it really is. I mean, oh, it's... Street Kings. It doesn't exist anymore, that brand? Uh, you could still get... I think you can still get SK Energy shots. They just won't... At the bodegas somewhere. Yeah, like, Five years old. I got so <laughs> many. Because at the end, I was like, hey, even if you guys don't give me this job, like, let me just give out your product at shows. It's, like, the easiest way for me to have some merch that will m- help people remember me. <laughs> and also... And they gave me 
boxes and boxes of SK Energy shots that I proceeded to abuse like like Jesse Spano. Oh my gosh, yes, that's the best episode. You were like a high school kid with yeah. Adderall. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I was doing like, like yeah, exactly. I just can't hide it. Sorry, I was going to say by the bum. <laughs> and then it gave me uh, like a like a, like a a month-long migraine and I had to so stop. Good. So, Oh man, yeah, the caffeine and the migraines can't do it today. I was starting to get, get like, I was like, too much caffeine on this drive back from El Paso. <laughs> Um, so I, I brought a show and tell thing. I don't know why, maybe it's cause it's just portable, but I also was looking around. I was like, what's something like I would never get rid of. It's a weird one. So, okay. For the viewers, it's like a kid mitten, like a baby mitten that they put on so that they don't scratch their faces basically, which kind of makes what's inside weird and weirder in a way. Okay. So it's. Yeah, I know. Okay, this is, you're like, what is this? I think it's herbs. I honestly don't know what it is, but it's in a plastic bag. It's been in here. I've got got this at like when I was 12, and it's this mush-up thing. It smells weirdly good. Um, so my Thea, well, not Thea, but it was like my mom's cousin in California. We used to go visit her in the summers in Santa Barbara, and very Catholic, but like a weird, like superstitious sort oh, yeah, of Catholic yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. doesn't go to church, but just like prays a lot. It has a bunch of candles, and like you can't sweep after like 7 p.m. or else like the demons will come up through the floor and get you. That's right. Or you know, just normal, normal what things. What we all believe. Real normal things. Yeah. yeah. And she, um, for a couple summers, had a curandera living in her her garage, like turned it in. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a, mm, I don't want to say witch doctor. I mean, like a curandera. Yeah, like, real. like a healer, kind of sort of. So every time when we got there, we'd go. We wouldn't even say hi to people. They'd like shuffle us into the garage to get like blessed for being there and saved in travels. And then when we left, he would also bless us. So one time, the last time I saw him, he gave me this weird little pouch of things, and he was like, "Keep this with you always for safety." And I don't know how much I believe in that stuff, but I'm keeping it with me for safety. Ed, forever. I've had this probably since I was 12 and I'm 35 now and I, I've lost a lot of things in my life, but I still have this. Again, I don't know. I had somebody break up with me because they thought I was a witch. I'm not a witch. I just, I don't know. You don't, I don't want to test it. <laughs> I want to test the, I, I don't want to like, it's like going to New Orleans and like messing with some voodoo stuff or like what I'm like, I don't want to mess with that. So I'm, <laughs> I keep this. Also, Good for you. I also brought a hippo. Oh, cute. Just because I like hippos. It's a little mini, like, wooden hippo. Sorry. More I love on that it. later. Anyway, show and tells are fun. Um, but yeah, I just liked them when I was a kid. That was, like, my favorite part of class. I, don't, I just like learning hippo about time? people. Yeah, hippo time. <laughs> but show and tell time and nap time. Oh. But just <laughs> people showing things about themselves. And kind of this podcast is a little bit of, like, I don't know, digging into people a little. Because, you know, we Good. know each other, mm-hmm. but not as well. Like, I've found out what your fear is i learned your 50 cent story um i would also like to ask you though and and then moving on about things is okay you seem like a very even keeled person this is just like temper wise yeah like, very even temper for the most part how do you do that <laughs> or do you ever get mad uh yeah i mean i get mad a lot actually is- but i just i well i get these things and i'm, I'm sure everybody's had them experiences before i get anger chills oh. and that's how i know like sometimes sometimes i call it the tingle yeah exactly with oh, just that one wow. feeling where it's like whoop it's and like then it's cold like sweat almost zoop. like yeah yeah and so i just I um sweats yeah with anger chills is like the first thing and then it usually means that i need to um shut up like that's usually like, the, the second i get angry beautiful. i just get like like the just... fact that you know that is amazing because so many people don't really even myself it does it takes a lot to get me upset but i mean even last week i had a spat with a friend that mm-hmm. like i feel like i could i should have taken back immediately or not said anything or just like again being quiet and um i think i was just really frustrated and 
So trying to learn more about ourselves and our uh, triggers, I hate that word, whatever, but yeah. the, even just the first signs of like anger, fear, whatever it is, is usually in your body before it even like hits your brain really. Mm -hmm. So the fact that, you know, you're like, I get the chills mm -hmm. and yeah, I get like cold sweats and start like uh, yeah. getting hot and red. <laughs> sure. yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I so you that. just like separate then from the situation? Like, Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it almost becomes like I am present. I'm definitely mm -hmm. listening. Oh, am I listening? But then it's just like I'm inaccessible. Like you're not gonna get, you're Use not gonna get it out of me. Do you know what I mean? Like that kind of yeah. stuff. But I will say, I mean, this is so interesting. I'm saying this because that's like true anger. Like when I'm truly angry, that's how I show up. Right. If I need to, if like you know, because like when you're in any relationship, you get in like you bicker, you know. Mm -hmm. And so like I won't do that for that kind of stuff because I'm not actually angry. I'm trying to work on communication and do some stuff Correct. and yes. talk about um, emotions and that kind of stuff. So. That shows up a little differently. And I will say, there was one time we used to have an open mic at, um, well, it's now it's now Red Door downtown, but it used to be called the Blackbird Bouvet. Oh, yeah. And it was awesome. And um, one time this boy was on stage. His name is uh, Nicholas, and he was performing. And this one guy was, like, heckling him, but not, like, from his seat. Like, he was doing it from his seat at first, and then he, like, got up what? and then like, went up to the stage to, like, just heckle like not yeah. even like really be aggressive either just like get in his face and just like yell things at him and i he was big he was like if he was like foghorn leghorn size yes. like i remember that very very vividly it's just him being like so big and so then but i like something came over me where i just like went over because i was the host and so like right. I, I went over and i was like no you mm. don't do that here you need to get out of here and but like mm -hmm. i was just like like not now, brother. <laughs> it just like came he, out. You, he could have just like clunk like like mm -hmm. that, and it would have been it for me. But he just was like, "Go, oh, lady. lady," and yeah. then he like left. And I was like, don't fight "Keep that telling much, your jokes, Nicholas." Yeah. Do you feel like you fight? I personally will like fight for other people more than I fight for myself, and that's a big issue. Is like I will be a doormat. Like if it's just me, but if somebody like messes with family or friends, then I'm like, no. Or like in that situation, I'd be like, no, not at mom, I'd not for this Nicholas. Yeah, Nicholas. that's exactly what happened. Like it's it's Aww. always like that. So it's like, I'm I mean I can pretty much de-escalate things. Like, to, I mean when I worked at the Apple Store, that's like all I did all day was I worked at the Customer Genius Bar, and they would just there. be pissed about their phones, and I would be like even more than the phone it didn't matter it was about making them like go from angry to happy in mm -hmm. 15 minutes and so like i'd be like pressing buttons and doing a couple things and usually turning it off and back on again or whatever and then <laughs> yeah that's that's all it is um, <laughs> it <really> is. <laughs> unless you break your screen and then we fix your screen like that's really yeah. all it really needs to be and so sure. you'd be doing that but then the whole time it's like this little play that i'm like putting on like or improv that i'm yes. doing with somebody who doesn't it's know they're doing improv with me yes customer service is such like yeah it's a performance of yeah. sorts where, thank yeah. goodness you brought this in michael yes. you knew exactly what was going on with you absolutely all right Oh, yeah, exactly. And like, I live to be here. Here you. you go. Come back anytime. Like that. Everything about it was just like that. And so, but I can do that interpersonally too when it's needed. Right. Yeah. Turn on, on and off when <laughs> you can things. And I think a lot of people, um, like I myself, everywhere, or whatever. But even in certain situations, you have to turn on different parts of yourself. Even going on stage, you know, yeah. for comedy is like you could be super quiet right before and seem like down or whatever, and you go on and you turn it on. Um, but same, yeah. Even we've seen family members, or it's like. I love them. I'm myself around them, but I'm probably like keeping things, uh, you know, in the Pandora's box a little bit that they don't need to like know about. So it's like, like, like I said, my dad, he skimmed through my first podcast just based on like certain things. And that was not even that bad, but you know, um, but yeah, turning it on and off or like 
certain things is important. Um, I had a it's just different tools in your toolbox, I'm you know, in a tangent here, but I had okay. a, uh, I went yesterday to my, so we were going to do live yesterday. Um, but I, my aunt passed away. So rest in peace to my aunt. And, um, so I was in El Paso for the funeral and came back today, but Wednesday. So Catholics, if you guys don't know Catholics, as my family is, they have a rosary, uh, like what's the wake wake is like a viewing too right i don't know yeah it's a viewing sorry death is weird guys whatever we're talking about death yeah it's fine um and so they have the viewing so we have a viewing and then have we the, have the wake the reception oh no the wake the yeah. funeral then a, a like a party afterwards yeah so we do that but we like instead of like the wake is called the rosary so we like pray the rosary a lot um which this one we did it too much of the bead praying because the dude who is like conducting it took it away in this whole other different way that I was having to like, I was crying at one part, you know, being sad. And then he would just do ridiculous things like start um, singing like Ave Maria. Oh, sure. He did five songs in between all these things, five. And they were, he was not a that's good like singer. A, My, now, now that's what I call funeral. It was like ridiculous. At first he was like, okay, but I'm going to sing uh, songs in between the mysteries. I'm like, the mysteries? What's happening? We're only doing three mysteries today so the family can talk. And What is happening? It was like, and then who what's was, the first who, song? Who I, was the this, guy? He was just like whoever runs the funeral home, basically. Okay. And like oh, they do these, like he wasn't like a priest or anything, but he runs the funeral home. And what was the first song he sang? It was ridiculous. Um, it was a country song. And I was like, was my Thea into country? No. Was and I'm like, thinking it's like, oh, yeah. The first one, because he had the track playing, and then he had the the lyrics were all there. You know, the actual singer yeah, was there, yeah. but he would sing over, and it was, I can only imagine oh, that song. God. But he was singing, I can only imagine <laughs> the whole time. Oh, no. And he did five of these songs in between all the mysteries. And then my uncle, who can actually play in, like guitar and sing, <laughs> he only got to do one song. And I was like, why is he? So this guy's singing that, and... We had all been crying, you know, about words and things. And then I'm like buckled over in my seat with my head down because I'm trying so hard not to laugh that it's hurting physically. Like my body is like, I started shaking like in my stem. I didn't notice everybody else was in the same boat and I'm glad they were because afterwards my whole family was like, oh my, my stepmom was like, I was shaking. I was like trying not to laugh. <laughs> um, and, and, and she was like, yeah, I didn't know you could be uh, out of key in two languages. Cause then he was like, and that when I snorted laughing and then disguised it with sniffles, like I was just like, I'm sniffling. So I was like, and I was like wiping tears sort of whatever. And then luckily everybody, it was a mask. We had to wear masks, the whole thing. So luckily everybody's like, oh my God, I'm so happy for the mask. Cause underneath we were all just like trying so hard not to laugh. And then he goes on this tangent. He's like, oh, yeah. He goes a list of things. Oh, I asked the family if she had hobbies. They said no. I asked her <laughs> if she liked sports. She said the Cowboys. And then he's like, here's a, a cartoon from the newspaper this week about the Cowboys and uh, Jerry Jones and something. I'm like, this has nothing Stop it. to yeah. do with this. And then he's like, yeah, I heard she was a religious woman. Um, I once tried to go to the Vatican with my choir, but we spent $50,000 on travel and things. And then it got canceled. So we were out and we were in debt. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, this has gone so out of And then meanwhile, my cousin, like my aunt's daughter's, they're going like, keep it short. And he's like not reading. And he goes back to all his songs in Spanish. So it was a roller coaster, but it was one of those moments where I was like, this is just pure comedy. Cause, yeah. Because sometimes in those hard moments, it's like comedy is there to save you. I was even like writing jokes so that I wasn't telling my sister <laughs> things because my sister was next to me and I wanted so badly to be like, hey, have you picked your karaoke song yet? Like... 
for because I thought we were all gonna go sing karaoke. I just felt like he held us hostage and did really bad karaoke for us. Um, but you know, we were all laughing afterwards, which was which was nice. But luckily, the funeral part was all nice, and you know, they told the priests keep it short or whatever. But man, that was a roller coaster. I uh, I've never laughed and cried that hard in my life. It was um, so yeah. Thanks for the entertainment. It was an entertaining thing. But then yesterday, um, I stayed a little longer because we had uh, my cousin Rossi's house. We had a get together and. The guitars came out and, you know, had a couple of drinks. I was like, I should probably just stay and not drive four hours. Um, so, yeah, they literally drove in. Larry didn't know this. I drove in and got here about 3.30 today. Oh, you just got here? <laughs> yeah, I got just here at 3.30, showered, got dressed, went and picked up Sarah and came here. I was like, so we're doing it, people. <laughs> we're doing it. Um, but, yeah, sorry, that was my fun, fun story about funerals. Uh, that's, that's wild. Send me fun funeral stories, guys. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> send me all your fun funeral stories. I want to hear those. Um, what else are we? Is doing? your family really into karaoke? Because you're so good at it. Oh, they um, they're not karaoke so much, but we all are musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually this past weekend they had a like get together. We do every year a concert in my uncle's backyard. We have food and like alcohol and a stage and lightings and everything. And all my family plays either an instrument or they sing or they do both. Um, so we'll mix it up and I'll play with my nieces or my uncle or my cousins or my dad will play harmonica with me on a song. And so yeah, last night we were doing that, but I do like, I, I was never a karaoke person until literally like this last month at the ah. Sidewinders. Mm-hmm. I've done karaoke maybe a couple times, but I don't know. I'm always get like too nervous for it. And I don't know why I get more nervous about karaoke than doing comedy. Interesting. That's and I so don't know why. Like it's and people are like, that's ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, but going and doing. Um, so Sarah does uh, sideway and there's on Wednesday. She does an open mic slash karaoke night and it's 9 p.m. You can sign up like whenever you show up, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's such fun times. I've been going um, every week and then Thursday they have one as well. Open mic slash karaoke. So working on my singing chops, I guess. <laughs> You're a great singer. I don't know, actually. Actually, you are too. Both you and Kelly can sing. Sarah's engaged. I am to engaged. lovely Kelly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, both of you are like super talented in that way. We went to karaoke on our second date. No way. What did, what did you sing? What was your first song? Do you remember? Uh, well, okay. So, yes, uh, because I, I usually would always start with the same couple songs during that time. But also the nice thing was our second date was a surprise to me. Like, because I planned our first date and then um, she planned our second date. And we went to um, this place called Chelsea Pier that has like a top golf kind of stuff in it. And like, so we walked around with the High Line and all that stuff. And then we went and got pizza. And then we went and did karaoke. Um, It's still one of my absolute favorite places to do karaoke, which is this place called Sing Sing on Avenue A. It's like really. You could get private rooms in it, which is super oh, awesome. Nice. So like you could like be you Japanese could, style. One. Yeah, I've been in Japan, but like, <laughs> but yeah, you can be movies. like with everybody and sing with everybody, and that's fun that's too. Bad. But then as soon as like you guys, if you feel like it's too busy and you're not getting enough time, then everybody can like chip in and you can go get your own room. Mm-hmm. The best. And um, we didn't have to do that that night. We just but not only that, the best part about their second date was that not only did we go to karaoke, not only did we get to sing amazing songs, and I got to hear her sing sing for the first time at Sing Sing. Um, at Sing 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 Sing. Uh, and I was just like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. And then um, there was this guy there who was so drunk and not a good singer, and he kept coming up to us and be like, would you help me with this song what? and sing with me? Oh, just because he wanted oh, to sing, but he wanted, he wanted he was embarrassed to, about yeah. it. And so we helped him and like sang with him and did like, Brooks and Dunn, but then also like Jesse J and, and Ariana nice. Grande and like all this kind of stuff. So we like songs that we never n- normally would have picked. We got to do together 
stuff to help that guy out and so it was just like a really cool memory of a moment and it was really yeah and it's always like cute when you see like Mm -hmm. somebody you're interested in they're like i can sing or something it's so cliche but what is it about that it's like this thing where you're like oh he plays guitar cute like you know like you won't even be that into them and then you're like oh they have this weird little skill uh, Angel? Or- oh, God. Yeah, no, I was going to say. No. <laughs> I forgot about it. <laughs> to be fair, I have dated, I was doing this list on stage recently of like the people I dated that I needed to like stop dating. It's like I've dated like six drug dealers, I've dated like a bunch of metalheads and emo kids, a couple of comedians, and like, um, Two magicians and like <laughs> you did it two oh magicians. Yeah, God. and Anhel is pretty much all of those. He's like even a magician. I'm like, you're not my first magician. Um but yeah, the last you're not magi- my first magician and you're no. not gonna be my last. So no. <laughs> last magician I dated, the last time we had sex was during the illusionist, the movie. Oh, the movie. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. put it on VHS on the thing and I don't know. I just remember VHS. that just Yeah, he so said VHS. Was no, this was like three years ago. He just still has like oh that God. sort of stuff. Maybe That's... it was a DVD, but I know he had VHSs. I bet you it's some like hipster guy. Yeah, well, he's like an old school because he was also like uh, I shouldn't be saying this like my brother-in-law's best friend. Um, <laughs> anyway, lives <laughs> in, but he also yeah he rode a motorcycle, so it's like cool. But then he was like a Rubik's cube master, and you're like, oh. oh, and then you're like, oh, he's also like plays pool, like you know shooting sure. pool. He's Does, like is he one of those that like brings his own? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in <laughs> leagues, and I would like play oh. pool with him all the time because I'm fairly okay at it. And then but then he has like a really small dog that he takes with him everywhere, and he's like more obsessed with that dog than anything in the world, and like so there's all these things that are like that's really and then he was a magician but then you're like but then he sings really well and he's a good artist so i was like this is all conflicting but it's cute but then it's still on paper it doesn't always work you know like things on paper don't always work just like you'd be like yeah it's like a peacock thing and then you like get with them and you're like yeah we're not compatible just on paper i liked who you were and i just will continue like who you are from afar as a friend you're really dazzling yeah you're dazzling as a person (laughs) just know that i just don't want to be with you sure but oh yeah you're right and he's a very good guitar player shout out to amuse me tv watch it or whatever friend of, um, the, friend of the pod friend of the pod <laughs> uh, yeah i need to um i need to branch out into the world i'm trying like not to really date right now and I, I want i need dating advice from you sure because <laughs> you're engaged i'm really bad at it and i was like i need to stop dating but then i was like well what is that doing like i don't know i don't know things usually end badly so it's like if i just like, accept the worst thing then it's like all right then i can jump in you know what i mean i'm always a person that's like I will think of the worst things possible that happen and then like maybe hope for the best, but like not be surprised when it goes wrong. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. Um, so if as long as I do that, maybe I won't get hurt. <laughs> no, that's not, you really can't, you can't do that. That's no, not going to work. Is that I bad? Do it. It. Should I look like, should I be looking forward to things and being happy? I, it's nice to engage, you know? Uh, I, think, I think honestly, I think sometimes the best thing you could ever do is just take away the stakes of it. Do you know what I mean? Like Sorry. I knew, well, number one, I knew I, I, I was going to get married to Kelly 20 minutes into meeting Aww. her. But even still, and I went you. into that date just being like, I, this doesn't have to be like the be all and end all. This doesn't have to be anything that's whatever. It's yeah. just hanging out with somebody. Yes. And you do that. then you just kind of hopefully keep hanging out with them, you know, and then but it doesn't have to be like un- until all of a sudden it is like now Kelly and I have very serious talks about very serious mm-hmm. things, um, you know, and uh, but you, you, you can't have that expectation from somebody the first time you meet them think you hit my issue on the head because a lot of times with anything else it's like i want to throw out everything that's like 
bad first. Get it, yeah. It's like, let's just get everything awful about us out of the way. So then, you know, if you accept me then, because then I'm always afraid, like, what if they'll like me? And then later they'll like find that one little thing. So let's just throw it out on the table now. But like you said, that's a little too much. Like you got to grow to that, right? Like, right. And I mean, you've, you you've just... had lots of other not first dates. So you get to pass, you get past <sighs> level one or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I just get, about. I like get codependent in the way that, um, mm. not codependent that I need them, but I feel like uh, everything I do is like, Oh my gosh, I have to make them happy. So what are my actions? Like all my actions have to be in order to make them happy. And if, if I'm not making them happy, then what, you know, it's like more less about my happiness and more about like, they need me Cater. to like, yeah. I will, mm-hmm. I, like I said, like I'm accommodating to a fault mm-hmm. and that gets like annoying, I think. Um, but I think the thing that you said that you're just afraid of, you're setting yourself to actually run into that reality a lot more when you do mm-hmm. that because you, you're, their only experience of you is what you're creating for them. Yeah, and they're, they oh, they they right, want right, to right. be like partners with you. Makes so sense. then, if if the only thing they know about you is you making this like Disneyland around them for them, then the second you're too tired, or the second that something gets hard, and they don't have that, and they they think that that's normal and that mm-hmm. you weren't doing anything, then then uh, then they're confused and they don't know. You know what I mean? And so you have to. Why is it all the time? Or why is it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It becomes an expectation. And becomes tiring on the person doing yeah, it. Like, it's yeah. Exactly. Like, so I then, have to be on all the time and do yeah. for you. You're right. Yeah. I like that. Oh, it's great advice from Sarah. I knew I'd selfishly, like I said, I brought Sarah on for like comedy advice, podcast advice, life advice, uh, dating advice. Just kidding. <laughs> You're only like one year older than me, and I'm just like, Sarah's got it figured out, guys. I tried many times, and I'm just like waiting in the water right now a little bit, just you know, getting my energy back for life. Uh, no, but dating, uh, I just need to get around like not more non-comedians. Yeah, I mean, I've dated comedians before, though. They're fine. See, okay, this is what I'm asking. Should I be like, no comedians ever? Or is it just like the person? We're just people. It's the people. Because I mean, then I, if I'm saying that, then I'm saying, like, don't date me to anyone. Because I'm a comedian, you know? I mean, that's an important thing to Didn't point I? out. <laughs> so, like, but also, like, yeah, some of the best couples I know, some of the some of the best marriages I know are two comedians who met doing comedy yeah. and are married now. Like, I, it's, that's not... It's not off the and table. We watch, like, Your Mom's House. We watch that, too. And, like, Tom mm-hmm. Segura and Christina P. I love them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it can work. It can work. I think if uh, I think a big thing though too, and um, I know Kelly's talked about this and going to like she won't go to roasts of yours, no, at all. No, 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 because it just hurts her too much. She gets like um, so upset. Yeah, she's, like, she can't handle it, and then she gets mad because she knows she knows that I. I write jokes for roasts. I'm actually three for four for every roast I've ever done. What? I I win the battles nice. most of the time, except for this one that was like See, devastating because the person was so mean. And then like, never seen <laughs> I like couldn't. It was like literally being in oh a boxing crying. match. Like I, there, I was a moment where I literally was oh, like, your eyes are glazing over. These jokes are really hitting hard. <laughs> like, I couldn't. I like couldn't. I don't, like it was time for me to tell my jokes, and I was like, how far were you into comedy when that happened? Well, oh I mean, it God. happened like three or four years ago. So it's oh, like, wow, I was here. Yeah, but I'm no, no. Oh, no it was, it was in New York, um, but like we 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 used to do roasts down here, but not as battles. They were just like a fun thing for when somebody moved away or like for their birthday and right. stuff. Like it was a thing, the way that roasts were historically, mm-hmm. where it was like this: you roast the people you love and you give each other shit. See, and... I like that better than somebody I don't know. That's harder. Yeah, it feels you just more have to like... Be like what are you? 
yeah, let's get at the worst little chunks of you. And then it's like, oh, God, like, God. And how do you feel after? I've never done, like, a roast battle. Well, Buck D and I kind of turned, like, the UCF into a roast against each other. He said you're the only one that's ever... uh, I beat him at that. It was, like, weirdly... Good for you. Yeah, he was That weirdly, though, that weirdly, though, was... um, And he's quick. And I... really quick. I was, like knew just going in I was like I'm not gonna put that many expectations I I didn't even know if I'd make it past the first round I was only two two and a half months into comedy I think and I saw Buck D on the thing I was like oh you know I already know maybe I'll win the first round but I didn't I was gonna go out there and do my best but I wasn't expecting to beat Buck D at all and then even afterwards like that was one thing that I think made dudes like pay attention in the scene yeah a lot of dudes were like oh I've literally had a handful of guys be like yeah you uh I never really paid attention to what you said. I was just like, oh, hot girl doing comedy until I beat, until you beat Bug D at that thing. And then I was like, oh, she's actually really funny. I'm like, oh, so Bug D in a couple of ways. Um, he, he's helped Thanks. me. Thanks, <laughs> like, stole your producer. I beat you to get some recognition. <laughs> Thank you. Watch the BS show podcast, by the way. Um, and... Uh, yeah, anyway, but the roast thing, I uh, seems harder, but you are like the nicest, whatever. I can't see you. I would like to see you at a roast because I can't imagine you being I, roasty. Did, have you ever met Mikey Mays? He he was no. from here and he moved to New York too. And he, um, me and him battled at, um, it's like Comedy Fight Club is what it was called. And I, I beat him, and but like... It was close. It was like, <laughs> there was like a thing where they were like, you're both bad. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> acknowledged. Um, and then I had like one zinger of a joke at the end or whatever. But like, yeah, it's usually, I mean, usually, unless it's like, I, I learned by doing those those comedy, those roast battles that like, you really do have to be very, very mean. But if it, if it was like a roast for our friends, I used to make it like, be about the person in the premise. And then the punchline would be about like, a famous person or a reference to right. something or like whatever so that I'm not hurting the person I'm talking to I'm, I'm, I'm like talking about something that's like, yeah exactly yeah, yeah like exactly those. yeah dry roast a dry, um, a dry, <laughs> dry roast yeah <laughs> so yeah some of the comedians here I, I felt like when they um start roasting me I was like accepted I'm like I'm one of you yeah. like because it does kind of makes you but and we do like, like Tyler is really good yeah. at like, he'll, like Tyler's, even like at an open yes. like he'll just get up and be like this guy looks like this this guy looks like this Tyler's this guy and it's so like quick, great dude yeah it's so good and he's that's why he makes him a really good host and like out of the blue just during COVID uh Tyler lovely look him up he's a comedian here in town mm-hmm. but he is more of a host and I mean he does great sets but host he's just so quick he'll like already come up with like a whole minute on what the last person said and the audience mm-hmm. and like you know somebody will say something he's just yeah so I, I I like working but we do also um do for our friends when our birthdays happen we've been doing roasts for each other just like a little group of us which is fun yeah i like that um got to roast troy which was <laughs> that's fun i went hard on that one sure. <laughs> that was sure. a good one um but yeah i were i don't know are we doing only an hour today or what are we doing Sorry, we're just time checking here. No, just keep going. Okay, sure. she did five. The, she's just doing five. Okay, she's just get, she's sure. Patty gives me the warning on an hour. And I'm like, I'm down to some time. I'm, this is <laughs> okay, great. Cool, this cool, is cool. A- I was like, I like the yeah. comedy talks with mm-hmm. you. Um, so you've been back two years, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's very hard to tell. Like, are we going to count 2020 as a year, oh, or are we yeah. no longer counting that? I'm, I'm okay. like excluding stuff. I mean, I did stuff. We, did, we made a movie. Yeah, we did. Oh, so, we still haven't even talked about that. <laughs> Yeah, we exactly. we were, COVID was um I, I okay uh, real quick though I will say I only really was out of comedy March April May June July we came back for like half a month and then we we're down and then we came back like 
September. So yeah, five, six months, I think I was down because then we also were doing garage comedy. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, then we did the film out of nowhere. You know, I had known Sarah at the mics or it seen you a little bit. You guys are always so nice to me because um, I had started what in November of 19. So I only had like four and a half to five months in before it like shut down. <laughs> and I would go to your mic as side effects and you guys are nice. And then out of the blue in June or July, you just hit me up. And yeah, Kelly and I were like going out of our brains and um we 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 do projects together but we don't ever write together because she's a she's a novelist so she like writes horror stories and stuff like that which and i write jokes um but then we were like well why don't we just like just write something together and let's make it to where it could we could we could film it safely like let's make like a screenplay like a a short film Mm -hmm. we'll make it to where we don't need more than five people to make this happen and um at the time I because I, I know Barney and Barney um, was managing and, and doing like all the private band concerts that they were streaming right in Launchpad and mm-hmm. like all up and down that little part of Central so Kelly and I were like let's write um, something that can be filmed in Launchpad because we know that we can have access to it and so we wrote this entire script about these two friends talking about a bartender inside that they thought were cute Oh, and also the whole reason why we wrote it in the first place was because there was a local, like, uh, LGBT film festival yeah, that had the, no local people that were submitting. The Way Out and, West yeah. Film Festival. And they were right. like, we need local people to be part of this. This is a, And so then Kelly and I were like, I bet we can make a movie in three weeks. That seems no problem. Um, why not? Uh, so we wrote it, and that was, like, the whole premise of the first one. Then Barney was like, I have bands every single day, and like, you can't have access to the launch pad. And so then Kelly and I like were like, okay. So then let's plan it for, it could be here at the house. And so then we scrapped, we wrote an entire different script and we wanted it to be local everything. And just the five of us with our couple of film friends yes. who hadn't been able to do any work. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of the way that they did like Dr. Horrible or like that stuff during the writer's strike or that uh-huh. kind of thing. So, I forgot about Dr. Horrible. Uh, yes. Which ugh, makes yes. me so mad at Joss Whedon. Anyway, so um, mm-hmm. for being such a creep. Uh <laughs> So we wrote the whole thing. We got, and then we wanted it to what? be. Joss, Joss Whedon is a creep. Is he? Uh, he's a creep. Yeah, I've heard. I, mm-hmm. I but I didn't know. It was okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. It's bad. I, yeah. And he's only gotten worse. Like he, there's all these stories now about him doing You're like all the justice. Do you know him? No, he was on Joss SNL Whedon for a did, No, right? no Joss Whedon was the guy who made Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, I'm thinking of a different guy. I was thinking of. He is a creep. No, I don't know that one. I was thinking of the guy from SNL that has a name similar. Oh yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. 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 That what well, used to be on there. Anyway, I think so that guy's fine. That yeah, guy's fine. He's fine. And so I was like, I know what? Let it all be known that it's the guy who made Buffy, who's a complete creep. Anyway. Oh, that's so. Out there. Yeah. Yeah. Buffy. Yeah. I just want to make sure it wasn't. The, <laughs> yeah. That they were not having the exact same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About the guy from <laughs> like, SNL, wait, who's fine. Um. So. Uh. We got that all set, and then I wanted it to be you for sure. But then there was another girl comedian, uh, who was queer identified uh, here in town. And uh, so she was also going to be in it. And then she ended up like dropping out the day of. Mm-hmm. And we were like, God, because I didn't want to, I didn't want to act in it. I don't really think that I'm a good actor. I don't like what? acting Killed very it. much. But it was like, okay, well, we're going to get a chance to like do this and we'll make it quick. And it actually, it, mean, it makes it even safer because we're down one Less person. Yeah. yeah, it was only five of us at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then we just did it. At our porch, and then we had like awesome. one other spot we had to go to in Civic Plaza for one other little part of it, and <laughs> we got it fun. done within five hours. I think we had breakfast, yeah. we had lunch, and then we had champagne at the very end of it. Yep. 
you had and a whole spread it was amazing they're like we got bagels we got this we got coffee we got all the things and pizza and mm-hmm. champagne because yeah we took a pizza break yeah we took a pizza break so, yeah five hours we got all of that done it was mm-hmm. so much fun um and then it got it we you guys entered it also so way out west but also mm-hmm. the atlanta film festival right it was like the atlanta comedy festival that was half film and half um like stand-up comedy which was they had to completely make digital oh so even the stand-up comedians uh submitted tapes of them just performing mm-hmm. at, in the before times and mm-hmm. they would just show them on the internet kind of willy-nilly uh, what do you mean the before oh I, I, see. Before I kind of of it, yeah and so then um they, uh we got into that one and then we won our category which was best mockumentary yeah which was awesome like to win an award yeah yeah that was so rad and then we got into um a festival in queens and we got into you know if i knew about that one (laughs) yeah when you make it like when we did we did me and patty have done a couple 48 hour film yeah oh yeah yeah and it's coming up too yeah i've done like i think we've done two or three right Mm -hmm. Yeah, so awesome. yeah. and you guys have all the stuff. You yeah, yeah. that yeah, makes I've it so much everything. easier. Yeah. But, um, before we didn't, we actually fucking rented it from uh, like what, what film, uh, field and frame. Field and frame, mm-hmm. yes. And uh, it was fun. We had a lot of fun. But and then what you do is you can uh, upload your video to different film festivals around the country. Right. We did that stuff, but we didn't win shit. Like, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You've done it before. Are you gonna do it this year? Uh, probably not. Yeah. I think my cousin, my cousin. It depends on because they have a theme every yeah every mm-hmm. time. And I we did the sci-fi one. Mm-hmm. What was the other two or one? Oh yeah, my cousin's boyfriend did the sci-fi one. I'm remembering his phone number. I can't remember. But they were really fun. I love. They're fun. I love making movies. You I gotta have a good writer. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have a good writer, like we didn't, They're we didn't really writers. have a great writer. So, um, but our. Our production was on point. Yeah. It was oh, the cool. writing yeah. that was just. There's so many times yeah. when those 48 hour film projects come writers. up. Yeah, they. Uh, but like the the it does the movie doesn't make sense. Do you know what I mean? Like there's there's times where mm-hmm. they they just kind of are like, well, we got to get this shot. And we got to make sure that we include this thing or whatever. And then the thing that's final and on uh, on the screen, you're like, doesn't come together. What is yeah. Story here. What is like? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, usually what we would try and do is we'd try and re-edit it and make it longer. Yeah. Because we'd have extra footage and stuff, mm-hmm. and then we'd um, put it into those films. That's so much smart. Oh, that's okay. so smart. Because it's there's like a time. Limit on the you got 48. 24 hours, yeah. Or but no, no, hours. like how long does it have to be or short for the 48? They try hour? to keep it like five 20. to ten minutes. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can go. Gotcha. You can go as long you can as you bigger. want. But ours was seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, we did what nine nine. It ended up being like I think nine ten nine. Yeah, yeah well, it was pretty. Yeah. Over. Um, and then well, okay, so then did the other festivals. Yeah. So and then for a while, the, there was like because it's set during COVID and it's very yes. much about. COVID and like how these two people who want to be in a band together can't go out and even try because everything's shut down or whatever. Um, and they're also terrible. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a really important <laughs> part of it too. Really um, but then, um, the, there was a point like right around like January, February where people were like, if I see one piece of fiction that is about what we're going through right now, I will flip a table. I, I, yeah. I will, nothing will, and so we got rejected by a bunch. Yeah, the, even comedians even, are staying away from I was going to say, yeah. I didn't, I think I did maybe one or two and at first I went just like a beginning kind of get the crowd in, but after that I just felt like I didn't want to, Everybody wants to forget about it. Yeah, yeah. they want to forget about it. They yeah. go there to yeah laugh and kind of forget about like real life that's happening, so I didn't want to like be like, here's COVID and, 
There's only so many jokes you can do. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Trump jokes but, you can do too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah that's really. who I say that I stay away from politics most of the time. <laughs> so um, yeah, but yeah. So then we had COVID, and Kelly was saying that they wanted us to do another one for something else. Some, yeah, well, because well, we also submitted it to a TV channel that was nice. gonna maybe like show it as part of their programming. And they didn't accept that because it was during the time where they were like, we don't really want COVID stuff right now. But then they were like, anything else you guys want to pitch? Like, if you guys want to make something else and give it to us, we'd be thrilled to have it. So that was really cool. That's awesome. And then, excuse me. And then, Do you guys um, have it posted anywhere? Or? Yeah, it's on YouTube. And actually, this is the most yeah, exciting part about so this, nice. too, is um, Elizabeth Thanks, the actress, uh, has this website that's meant to, like, help foster women in comedy. And awesome. they do all these, like, calls for different kinds of content or for people to do different things to teach classes to do whatever and um they were building this playlist of uh lgbt stuff for pride and we submitted the, the film for that and then they got accepted and not only did they add it to this playlist they wrote a whole like yeah. blog about it on their website and then they also blew us up on twitter and facebook and it was really and they even had my like instagram on there yeah too, to like connect to that and i've i have been getting random likes from across kind of i'm like is it this is it that like i don't know what the thing is but yeah so and we're on we're the first video mm -hmm. on that like home page of things like with the first like short film i was like that's rad and then yeah you can click to see the bio and all these things like, heck yeah. So, yes. Oh, and then the website is whohaha.com. Yeah, <laughs> so, who, ha ha, um, W H O H A H A. Try to act it out for you guys. Dot com. <laughs> Dot com. Yeah. I have bad hearing, so I feel like I always have to explain exactly. Oh my God. Enunciate so everyone can hear. There was a um, comic here for a long time. Um, and I. His, his comedy is not my brand of comedy, but he also produced a lot of shows here. And he had one joke that would just make me cry giggle. Like, I mean, I, it, it was about, it's not, when I explain it to you, because always this is what it's like when people explain jokes, but like, you're going to be like, whatever. He had this joke and he talked about how his ex-wife spent more time in his wallet than he got to spend in her hoo-ha. <laughs> but like the way he would say hoo-ha, it, like, it just like, got me every single time and it made me laugh. Like, just like... <laughs> I cry like, I, like I, and then trying to be quiet about it because I was like I don't really want to endorse him but God oh, dang that's the that funniest joke story. Like, sticks really got me and then like the other comedians would start laughing too because they just knew that I was gonna like and then on the ramp up to the joke because he would tell it at the exact same time every yeah. single time mm -hmm. and I'd just be like <laughs> like me at the me at the rosary yeah. like can't hold it in yeah. <laughs> that's amazing oh ha 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 um so what do you have coming up now what's going on in here also okay so i have to, I have to mention like, something about this podcast and also buck D's. i went back and rewatched the episode that i was on of buck D's oh, show Schmitty? yeah or smitty yeah and Steph. every time the camera would cut to me i would have like a white claw in my face and so Trying right now like, you're like waiting not to. I've been to. really distracted this time being like, okay. And when I got like the most annoying large. On that show, I like to catch how much people are drinking. Sure. Yeah, you would. You it's good. Because there was one too. They're like, do, do you have two? I do that deliberately. Good. Yeah. Because one time you even call out. You're like, you got two. I'm like, yeah. Don't. <laughs> like I brought two. One because, you know, just back up in case. And then today I got the most annoyingly large drink. So like it's just like covered. shit? Yeah, yeah. I know. It? I know that I had a white claw, and I don't like them. I this um, one's. I'm not a drinker, really. So. Sure. This one's a different brand, but I, I don't mind that my sister drinks them a lot. I know that like you and Kelly have been doing more like less We're beer trying, and more yeah. other things. So I like got these today, which Thanks. once in a while we'll get these. I'm more of an IPA lady. Yeah. Like I already told them on the last Those podcast. I know, and it's bad. So I'm like, I need to drink these, but the flavor is so good of IPAs. <laughs> yeah, it's are. true. I blame my old roommate because that's all she would keep in the fridge, and then I'd like. 
take a couple of nut, you know, whatever, and then like replace. But yeah. then I just end up just drinking IPA and keeping IPA in the That's fridge. That's what I used so. to be was a beer snob. Like when I did drink, like, yeah, and I'll drink any kind of beer, but IPAs, I don't. I just now the flavor of it is like I know it, and other beer doesn't taste like beer because it's not IPA. And when I, I was younger, it. it was like Paps and Rainier. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like that shit. All the bad My family this weekend is all Budweiser. There was a liquor store next to my grandpa's house got an award or like a thing recognition for selling the most Budweiser. Oh. And they told my uncle this because the, he was like, yeah, I think it's because of your family. Like your family has like bought Just... so much Budweiser there that like, we don't that. come in for a 12 pack. We need like two thirty packs. Yeah. Like, and I'm not a Budweiser person, but that's what they do. We had like, for some reason, four different ice chests last night full. I don't know. I just kept it. It was fun. We drink a lot. We're like party nerds, though. Like, nobody gets like super sloshy or like super wasted, but sitting, talking, having fun, playing music, and drinking till like 6 a.m. Sure. Usually the party doesn't stop until the sun makes us stop. That's like first draft Kesha lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> just writing poetry in my everyday life through my mouth. The witch, yeah. This mic is nice. I keep yeah, it. Like, I just bought it. Close. It looks so nice. nice. I got another. You got one headphones. Coming. You got the. I, I got the another best. one coming. Another mic like that. I feel like you got another. Like mic I'm not coming. worth this. <laughs> and you get over that too. The imposter man. syndrome. I have a lot of mics. Yeah. <laughs> we all. You get a mic. You get a mic. <laughs> you got a lot of cameras too, and a lot of like screens. You guys can't see, but I could. There's at least like six different like screens in my view. But here's the secret about having a lot of mics and a lot of cameras: you actually have to have a lot of cords. It's just endless yeah. cords all the time, endless all the time. Cords. Untangling cords. Is that yeah. is that your fear different getting trapped in cords and the, or them not being perfectly no, coiled? <laughs> back when I first started doing sound and stuff, uh, it was a lot of cords, <laughs> but I'm used to it now. Mm -hmm. Like you learn how to wrap them and all. Yeah, that stuff, it's but... an, like an extension cord or like a guitar cord. Yeah, I did uh, the sound at Grams for a while. Yeah, that's but, awesome. That's awesome. It was awesome, but it was still like <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Grams. Do you, remember, do you remember Grams? It's kind of, you know, honestly. What's... I've only lived here like three years. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Fair. I forgot about that sometimes. It was like six, it was, well, it was It's kind of like Revel, but oh, it was, okay, so, gosh, but yeah. it was, I mean, I can't believe that it, I don't know, it should it should almost have a reboot because they could do it exactly like the way that they've been doing like Ten Can Alley and all that stuff too, mm -hmm. where they just make each of them right. their own. But they, what, what happens, see, I've been in the, I've worked in the club business doing lights and sound and all that stuff for about 23 years. Well, I did. And uh, basically, if a club doesn't like reboot and remodel every five years, you're done. Yeah. Oh, it. right. Like, this is very important. We I might have to have you on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, you should. Yeah. yeah. You're interviewing people and talking about like mm -hmm. what it takes to do a club and all the like upkeep, like the oh, constant yeah. upkeep. A, like an assistant, an un, like a unlabeled assistant manager at Graham. So oh, I basically oh, nice. they couldn't fire yeah, me. Yeah. I just knew everything about that club. Yeah. Like, I, I told the general I'm manager king. suck it. Like, get yeah. away from me, dude. <laughs> you need me more than I need you. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was a crazy, it was fun. You yeah. know, but I've done it since I was like, I think I started working on bars when I was 23. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Like I'm obsessed with bar rescue. Like I can watch yeah, hours I, of it. Yeah. I used to Didn't be. they do one here? Oh, they did a bunch. They did a whole like a stretch of them. From they did one at Sandbar. Oh, that's the one that I was thinking. Okay, yeah, yeah. They did one there. They did a VFW up in the South Valley. Did they work? Were they? I'm not the Sandbar. Were they rescued? They weren't rescued. They could have rescued. I think that. I think that. But his science is correct. The science is correct. It's up to the bar owners to be able to keep it up. Keep that up. I mean, it's totally true. Like, 
the amount of shots that you're putting in drinks and shit. Mm-hmm. Like it, the bar, the liquor costs on some of these bars are just astronomical. Not so much anymore because it's a lot of corporate bullshit. Mm-hmm. But any kind of private bar, they're fucking, they're heavy Damn. hands with the poor. Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, oh, just, yeah. they don't even use Waste a glass. They're just like, they can't even use a jigger. But like everybody's like, second yeah, is like long. Yeah. But everybody, you know, yeah, yeah they're like, Mm-hmm. Or they'll do like the two count, whatever, but everybody's second is a different second, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and they what? don't realize that they're not optimizing the, uh, <laughs> the you know, the most amount of the money value out of that bottle. bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, we used to go through, oh, Jesus. Like, I, there was one chick that, because uh, we had beer tub girls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All they would do was pop beers. We had one oh. girl that did um, a thousand beers in one night. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh There'd be 3,000 people in there, dude. Yeah. 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 Wow. Where, where was this at? Like, like old Ross. Ross. Over. Which Joe Ross? Ross? San Mateo and um, Montgomery. Montgomery. Yep. Do you like it? I love it. I got it at Ross. Oh, that Ross. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that um, would have been a good location around kind of off the freeway. That's pretty cool. Bit. And then now they've got that, they had that Rock and Brews place that was there. And that, that was a good place. Oh, too, but, that's gone too. Uh, Gene by, Simmons uh, didn't. Ponchos was over there. That's a that's an uh, Albuquerque yeah, that staples. I know that was way gone before you. Um, I'm sort of from around here. Well, they still got the dirty bourbon. I can't believe Oh, that yeah, I can't believe it. Is that still going? It's I a DUI factory. I just can't even imagine. People here do love their country, which is like weird. Like, even all like the. I don't know. Have super to mixed the... to the max people. That's what comes. Oh, super yeah. mixed to the max. They're like love the country. All, everybody, the hip hoppers, the whoever's. The uh, boots and bourbon. That's down, downtown now. Yeah. It's great. You have been? Yeah, we went. We ran. Is it all Kelly just country I... all night long? Yeah. And, oh, mean... Sports. They did sports for one time. We went. Oh, my. Like, you oh, like country, oh, my two favorite things. Country totally and yeah. sports. That she loves country. I have seen her do sing karaoke. I like like country karaoke, but like country and sports is not two of my favorite like combinations. The last time I went by and they were showing mostly sports in there, I was like, well, oh, right, right. Skip that one. But the time I went in and they do it, they also do it where they're having the uh, videos up the whole time mm-hmm. and I'm like oh this is great every time you can just be like Shania Twain do you know these yeah, like, yeah. I'm pop-up video well I'm sitting there watching all these it's nice like, when they have TVs and bars yeah. that's for sure yeah <laughs> you have something to look at unless you're dating a guy who's more into sports than you and he's like let's go to Buffalo Wild Wings and I'll face you towards the wall <laughs> while I look at the TVs you know that's the places mess. I hate <laughs> the uh, Twin Peaks oh yeah 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 I don't like the Hooters I don't like the Twin Peaks mm. a restaurant a yeah, restaurant it, it's Ask, Who else? Like, uh, I've had guys uh, take me to those. I was like, are you oh, kidding me? You're really going to go there, dude? Do you think these chicks actually care at all? Oh, yeah, no. So yeah. many of my guy friends are like, oh, the waitress is nice to me. I'm like, no. Like, this, no, again, it's something you have to turn on. It's customer service. That is their job to be nice and somewhat like, her tits flirty. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> and nothing against the women doing yeah, that job. It's that. more the dudes who are just like, The creepy-ass dudes that are like... Opening. Yeah, yeah. Just some I mean, I got thinking. one buddy. I was like, "Why?" I asked him because he's like a, you know, he's got a lot of money. But I'd asked him like, we'd go to lunch and shit. And I'd be like, "Come on, man, I don't want to go there, dude." It's gonna like, be Chang's right next door. Yeah, yeah, let's go somewhere else, man. All right, let's go somewhere. You get off. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I wonder how, how many interactions he goes. With, like, he just always tries to like highball with a Twin Peaks, and then he's like, oh, "Fine, yeah. other restaurants Ugh. exist." I'd rather go to a strip club than that. Yeah, yeah actually, I agree. I, I actually really think actually that's same. Let's just go to the strip club. Yeah, like, that's what are we the, going here for? That would be fun. Yeah, we're trying. I need to talk more with my friend. We're trying to go to the strip club. Like, so Kelly's right never gone to one before. Go film there. Yeah, we're going. We're going. She's go never there. been. At, wait, Kelly yeah. has never been to the strip club. No, no. How old is she? Twelve. What's going on here? <laughs> like, I mean, even just like hanging out with friends and jokingly going to a strip club. Even my birthday two 
two years ago. I got done with the open mic, and then Josh was like, "Let's go to strip club. Strip I'll strip buy you a drink." And it was me, him, and Loy Lee. We just had one <laughs> oh, drink fun. at the bar. Like it was just hanging out, and then we went. And then we left. Like it wasn't like you know. So I, Kelly I still hasn't even club, done that. No, yeah. And like I have that joke about how me and my friends, all my girlfriends, and I would all go out together. That's fun to go and like be extra respectful. Like that was like the whole mm. reason we would go out there to just be like. You were like the cheerleaders. You, you like went to be cheerleaders yeah. for the strippers. We just made sure to like just tip mm. them a lot and yes. make sure like that we were like. Oh, we Thank still do you. That. And oh, I know. Yeah, absolutely. But just like that kind of thing, and then also kind of like identifying creepy dudes and like boxing them out and like oh, that, making sure we were tipping the wait staff a lot and just like everything about it, like going and giving them a dream day at work that was always like we would Aww. go and be like what would be like these girls dream <laughs> like day at work girls. well not even like that because that was another thing too we weren't going yeah. there to like <laughs> save them we were just going literally to be like just what support. if you just had like a good day at like work you oh, yeah, like, yeah. or anything like that we were like, you were like, oh, yeah, okay, we would, okay. we would. You were like bodyguards and you were like cheerleaders yeah. and you were like you know supportive parents <laughs> how nice i mean honestly <laughs> it's one of those things too where it's like you know sometimes when you're trying to upsell even at the movie theater and people just keep saying no, no, no. Like that yeah. sucks. So like yeah, if you, that's if you, a brutal fucking yeah. way to make a living, dude. Yeah. Oh, they do that in so, retail. Like anything close to the register, you, they're like uh, they get want, more points if they try to sell that. But the person doesn't so know it's just like this. If trait. a stripper's trying to upsell by being like, "Do you guys want like a dance like this or a dance over there, yeah, or like whatever?" Both and we just are like, "We can do that." Like you know, like yeah. And so then yeah. they're like, "Hooray!" Like you know, like yeah. they're. <laughs> It's a dream. That's like, like we'll pay you. Don't have to touch us. You can just come talk in the back room with us. Let's just have a conversation in the champagne room right now. (laughs) That's so so cute. I love that idea. Like, I want to do that now. Just be a bodyguard (laughs) up there for the strip club. Do what? Yeah. And then, yeah, and then like compliment them on their song choice. That's my favorite one. Oh yeah, just cheer for like nice. This great great. song. Rob Zombie is a great song to strip to. Great pick. That's awesome. Like just like being so like. I really like your shoes for me. Yeah. Great nipples. (laughs) Wow, you can do so many tricks on them. That's so amazing. (laughs) What does it take to learn that? Like, but without having also like dragging them down because they gotta Mm -hmm. they gotta walk to other people. But yeah. Like, great glitter. It's a balance. Like it's a real balance. But... Great glitter. That will definitely still be on me in a week. Good job. That's like expensive glitter. Oh man, Tom. strip clothes are fun. Yeah. So we're gonna do that. I don't know. What other kind of weird ideas can we? Want to so talk to people to at funeral homes? Just kidding. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Just weird things. Oh, oh, there is yeah, no. Is like, no going on a walk? Sorry, yeah. I get distracted. A, I'm still sweet, here with you. Sweet puppy. The the dog from yeah. Never ending story is still here. You guys should go um, to like a bingo hall, like a, one of those ones. Bingo? Like in the South Valley where it's just like old people. <gasps> bingo halls are sweet. And then. I want like I want to be one of those people when I'm older. I would definitely go to bingo hall and I have like a whole table full of it and like all yeah, the fancy. Like the yeah. trolls and stuff like that one episode yeah. of Roseanne. Where they, oh like... yeah, they did have a Roseanne. <laughs> the good Roseanne? Yeah, the good Roseanne. <laughs> the OG Roseanne. <laughs> oh. Did you watch any of the new sitcom that they tried? No, I mean, it's still on the air. Is it really? Yeah. It's just Whitney Cummings not part of it anymore. The Connors now? Oh, yeah, they changed it because, Mm -hmm. yeah, after the whole. The rest mm. of the family. I think they did. They still I think they did Roseanne dirty. Yeah. I I I love Roseanne. I mean, yeah, but I also think she. has mental health issues. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm saying is I think she is not in a place that she can be doing stuff like that and nothing against. She just needs the help, you know, and and not to be in a situation where it's going to, like, I mean, being on a show acting is one thing, but then having to deal with people all day long and the stress of it and whatever is already going to weigh on her more than even just She didn't even know that chick was black, so I I don't believe any of that crap. (laughs) I'm it's on, all vague. I'm, I'm always on. Like the, I was, I'm always on the comedian side. You know, I was telling Larry earlier about some or 
Kelly. She was so mean to one of my other comedian friends, though, when he was on Last really? Comic Standing. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because she was on there. Oh, well, she was a show. judge on it, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then he had this bit. It is a really funny. Have bit you ever too. watched any of her old stand up? Oh yes, I well, love it. I love that she's mean. in Denver she's and a mom. Stand-up. Yeah, and like, and that's the whole thing. Like when so she like, got in trouble. Yeah, when she got in trouble for the national anthem and all that stuff too. Like, yeah. that's, she's just gonna be mean. Yeah, that's just her. But I didn't understand that. That was weird. Like, <laughs> I mean, I didn't understand Fergie singing <laughs> the national anthem <laughs> either. So let me ask you this: If the same thing would have happened, do you think that? I watched that so many times. It would have been as cancel culture as it was back then. I think cancel culture is such a. No, I mean, if that same thing happened now. I mean, the well, it national anthem. On the intention, like the intention of I it. I think they might have gotten it more in a sense. Like comedy, like is more mainstream now. I think with like social media and other stuff, people think that they're funny or whatever. Even when it's not, so they would have maybe seen like, oh, she's just messing around doing the national anthem while I'm crazy. Whereas like I would have laughed at that, be I like, it's a comedian. Really mad. Still. They would maybe be mad, but like I was more mad, like I said, at Fergie singing when she's an actual <laughs> professional singer. Yeah, she's uh, no offense, oh, but like that is the worst. Like <laughs> so bad. You don't got auto tune right now, girl. Like <laughs> keep that for the Black Eyed Peas album. Just, so I guess she's not even part of it anymore. She just picked a melody and had nothing to do with the song. And she just so just put words on top of it. It was Oh, if you guys haven't can we oh, we can't play that. Actually though, I don't even think the internet would pick up what song it is because <laughs> it's so not even it's not even a <laughs> not even a copyright yeah, no. because it was just <laughs> thrown away. Bad. Oh gosh, what are we doing? Okay, so what are you doing, um, like show wise? Do you have shows coming up? Yeah, I'm going to New York next week, and so I've got a show um, at Pete's Candy Store, which is one of my favorite places. Yeah. It's it's in a Dua Lipa music video too, which I was like, what? No way! I'm for right there. Heck yeah! Um, and so that's it's called Queendom, and it's run by my friend Bobby, who is so super amazing. And he actually nice. they just made a Queendom book where a bunch of comedians and Kelly wrote essays, really? and they published it. And um, it's really great. Check that out, guys. Clean them. I want to. Mm-hmm. All right. And then, um, and then you know, I do, I did bounce around. I mean, I'm doing two shows actually on Saturday. I don't know why I'm beating around the bush about this. I'm doing two shows with <laughs> Zach Aveda oh, at sweet. this apothecary place in uh, the plaza in Santa Fe, and so we're doing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about. There, wait, there's. They do comedy there? They're gonna. All right. Yeah. Who else is on that show? Just uh, you, it Zach. is me and Zach and Maverick's in town. So Maverick's oh, nice, on the show nice, and then nice. Cody Dev. Oh, cool. Me and Cody get booked together a lot. And I think it's because. Oh, as much as you and Josh and Zach? Similar. Well, Josh and Zach get booked together a lot. Yeah, maybe because. Um, I think it's probably. There's, a, there's like a real Midwest vibe to me and Cody. So like I'm sure. <laughs> I like how you're like, not from the Midwest, but you're like. <laughs> yeah. Like that. <laughs> Way of putting I got it. my vibe. There's a Midwest vibe. Cody and Cody. I both wear glasses. Yeah, kind of like like a, he's actually so talented. I he get, is, but he does great. um a very different kind of comedy. He does mm-hmm. like improv. He does like one to one with an audience member improv, which is so impressive he's and amazing. Funny. Um, yeah, Cody uh, does great. Check him out. Um, that show. So you have two that night, like yeah, back to back there. Okay, yeah. cool. And I think those guys are in El Paso right now. My cousin who's in El Paso is going to their show tonight. Maverick and Josh and them. They're like, so good them. at promo. The guy who's running that show made a really cool video today that was just talking really? about what the lineup was and like talking like directly to the camera and it had mm-hmm. like the graphics like kind of floating on it nice. and I was like for a barsh that's so nice like that's yeah. so nice I can't even like canva my way through a flyer sometimes because I'm like it's what's it matter this guy over here like, Lair, I'll let him know one thing I'm like hey this is happening he's like cool and like two seconds later there's a flyer, flyer. for it I'm like <laughs> like last time I was like Sarah Kennedy's definitely gonna be on the show he's like flyer done <laughs> here it is I was like oh okay I like barely took two breaths and you. That's awesome. Right. But yeah, well, I didn't fire. want to bother you because you were dealing with all this. Oh no, but yeah, no, I, that was awesome that you did that without 
it was like my hopes and dreams with that. And that's, yeah. Larry's just like the fairy godmother over here, just like boopity booping around. <laughs> um, <laughs> love it. Appreciate. Um, but yeah, shows. And then uh, anything else? We're, we're doing a show together yeah. at the end of the month on July 28th, right? At Hollow Spirits. We sure are. The Women and Whiskey Wednesday. I don't think I say that right because there's so many W's and I might be I like, I, went, I thought it was. It was great, right? Nice. Cool. That room is cool. Nice. Yeah, Sarah was on that show with I me. I was shocked because um, I was like, where's the comedy show? He's like, that thing? Same. I yeah. showed up like so confused. I'm like, there's a restaurant, there's bar. Is it in the bathroom? What are we doing? Is it and then the patio. Yeah, yeah, I was like, every outside, and then it opens up into this huge, like, like the, the distillery. Like the back look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the they barrels had, and everything. Mm-hmm, Gosh, the whiskey so cool. barrels as like the backing. I, I just didn't like that the lights were going with your words. Oh, I know the DJ ones. Yeah. And like the, I didn't the, notice like, that. Oh, it's always. I always notice that. I didn't notice yeah. that. I just I remember like, like I was so like concentrating on staying in the same square. Because like the, if you went too far left or right, the mic was going wild. Mm-hmm. So I was like, stay in your square range. Like, oh, the just, feedback and shit. Yeah, the feedback was like cut out and stuff. But those are great shows. That's because um, they have the speakers too close to the front. They need to get yeah, you need to uh, and bring them out to the mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, that's the way we, yeah. Yes. And shout out to Marie and all the female comedians here too that we're doing doing shows together more, supporting each other, guys. Let's yeah, do really it. Nice. It is really, really Support nice. the vaginas. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, I do have a shirt, though, I'm wearing today. Jess Wood, another female oh, yeah. meeting here in town. Um, her merch is easily dick-stracted. <laughs> yeah. so she's obviously straight. Yes. Yes. She was also the first white woman on Deaf Comedy Jam. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. She grew up with, like... Baron Vaughn's like her uh, best you know friend. What? She grew up with like Baron Patrice. Sounds, Patrice like, O'Neill was one of her friends. Eric Andre. Jess Wood, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jess okay, is hilarious. So I, like ever since I met her at uh, uh, El Rey, mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, I know this chick from somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. And I couldn't She's place been doing it. stuff. She was on Kill uh, Tony too and other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I've heard of her before. Definitely. Yeah. She's funny. And a friend who went to like one of the shows there. She's like, I saw her on Kill Tony. Yeah. I was able to like, oh yeah, it's Jess Wood. Yeah. She's rad. Um, She's been in the scene for a while. So, like, we have, like, you, Amory, and Jess right now who are just, like, doing things. And Jess wants to, I think, start doing some shows, too. Like, put, putting on some shows. Um, then, and not like, that other everybody. people aren't doing it, but I'm just, like, really stoked that it's, like, the female comedians are, like, really kind of paving um, a new niche whatever you call it that other i mean it's not just us the guys are involved too but yeah. you guys have a lot of connects okay. right now and have been doing it in bigger cities for longer um, and it's nice to have like karen carson yes karen, so funny karen. and then like mary bird and holly bird a lot of, we got a lot, a lot of birds. birds we got like a That's real a bird. flock of birds and then um you know That's like who are we forgetting oh you know like like angora too when she angora gets back on stage there. she's so funny and um it's just yeah, it's a really good show yeah, i was yeah there was a lot of people there, man. There was a hundred, I think, hundred and twenty people, and it, it sounds like it was packed in. But the seating's really nice. They have like aisles and things. It looks like uh, somebody's getting married. Getting married, yeah, yeah. It was like <laughs> wedding setup, which was cool. Amory puts us on. Amory Castillo, part time bro. Shout out to her as well. She has a podcast and things. Just plugging people. Sorry, it's good. This go. is that's, um, that's what you got to do when you got a platform. Like I feel this. like we're talking so much comedy, which I like. But I, I know, love it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, also, I don't want to keep you for forever. How much um, we did? We're at an hour and a half. We can also yeah. wrap up if yeah, we let's need wrap to. It. Sure. Yeah, we're gonna wrap. Um, so, have those any other things you want to like? No, I mean, out? I normally my 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 social media handle is so ridiculous to talk about out loud because I picked it based on what it was, how it was spelled out. Your email. 
not or not email your uh, web page. Sorry. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yes, but my, yes. my actually. Yeah. Just go to my website because then you'll find all my Instagram and Twitter from that. It's sarahkcomedy.com. Yeah, I checked yeah. it out today. It's, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. I thought. Yeah. I worked. I worked. I worked really <laughs> hard on it. I like the way you put that. You're a writer and all that stuff. So I liked it. Thank you. And you'll like Very it too. Go ahead and check it. Check <laughs> out. Check it out. Anything Sarah Kennedy does. Any shows. Any. Go to Sidewind there. Sing your heart out. If you're bad, she'll sing back up with you. I help. Uh. <laughs> I, don't, I try not to help too much because sometimes people are like, I think I got it. And I'm like, God. Um, listen to Larry too on the BS show yeah. twice a week. Right? Are you guys still doing twice a week? Tuesdays, uh, Fridays? We're doing um, tomorrow. Well, like we do every once in a while Friday. So okay. Tomorrow morning we're doing one. Tomorrow morning, listen to BS I, show. I loved the Friday morning one where uh, Buck D talked about being on the radio. I thought that was such a cool announcement day. And then plus he oh, was like God. really like telling some stories nice. like that yeah. that whole morning and so like i was just like glued i was supposed to be working and then i was just like watching facebook the whole time being like whoa yeah. whoa i need to catch up i didn't watch that one. i was still finishing the one on the right i was telling you i was like <laughs> i was driving up here finishing the one um with that creep dude who's i laugh <laughs> so oh, hard. The, the thing on his face yeah. so well, hard yeah, yeah. uh his jaw was wired shut oh his Can jaw was just, wired shut and he was do singing. you even have that around i just want to like hear that again no you don't have to play on this one you played on the other one but that made me so happy today so i like went listened to that again on the drive here and then fast forward to where i had been just like i needed the laugh or whatever um did you see that buck got a band oh no but at that one he was on that show and that cop shut it down i'm sorry what i've been like gone well he got banned at that show in lubbock because of what because he was clowning the cops out Mm -hmm. in the lake are you serious oh dude right now on tiktok my phone will not stop going off because I posted the video on TikTok. We're at like 50K or something. Oh, my gosh. Did he post it on his stuff? Mm-hmm. No. I'm sure. I haven't been, he hasn't Did, posted it on like... Posted. I saw it on his Facebook. Or maybe you guys... Maybe I saw it. Oh, it was on his Facebook, mm-hmm. but not on TikTok. No, 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 yeah, no, no. TikTok's no. different. Yay. The word gets around really quick on TikTok, dude. Yeah, cause. apparently. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> good job, dude. He's great. <laughs> I enjoy that. I man. told him I was like, man, this is gonna get you some shows, dude. Yeah. Yeah. For, for sure. Real. Yeah. For real. Like really, really, really. Especially no publicity vet- is bad publicity. Uh, well, like, especially a veteran being banned from yeah. the lake. Like, That's ridiculous. That's, yeah. And Lubbock, I was more I mad. knew it, he, he pulled, dude. I knew Lubbock's the worst. Me, he was like, "Oh, racist." I was like, "Yeah, Lubbock's really I, bad." But that's not what even I was thinking. I was thinking more of the comedic side. I was like, no fucking banning another comedian? Like, they're, mm-hmm. like, stifling another comedian? That's where I was going with it. I didn't yeah, think didn't anything about the black right. stuff. Yeah, like, it's, yeah Lubbock like, oh, yeah, is pretty... Um, <laughs> yeah. Lubbock's pretty fair-skinned. <laughs> Went there for, like... I, I worked out there uh, right when I started comedy for, like, a whole bunch of... Because I helped them open the Dion's out there. I used to work for Dion's. And, oh, that's um, right. I... I'm, immediately googled like okay where's the comedy club here like where's the comedy shows here what are it a toastmaster group and i was like okay what? well i can't just barge in on a toastmaster group they've been working on things for a long time and like it's like there was just nothing i used to take toastmasters That's in high so school funny. yeah but it's not a comedy show no. like it's not so it's speech writing speech which some would argue and you can tell by the way yeah. they perform that that's what comedy is but so. <laughs> it's a funny speech yeah Oh, yeah, I love it. I went to um, church camp there a couple times. Yeah. Cause my mom in high school was like, I don't know. I'm feeling like I want to be religious now for the first time yeah, in your mom, whole lives. Uh, like go out to, yeah, just had like this spat of like religion. And I'm like, it wasn't even like Catholicism. She's like, let's be like, it was maybe Lutheran or something. I don't remember, but I went to Lubbock and it was like, I was, Dude, we me and my everything. sister were like the only Mexicans there, I think. And I we unfortunately fit in. Everything. 
just like man Jehovah I, we, we went through, we, I was born Catholic we went Jehovah we, we, everything I, was, I don't even things. want to get into it it's too long sure <laughs> I like you to want to convert to Judaism and then the end was Buddhism and Buddha, then back yeah. to spiritualism with crystals just within like growing yeah. up in your house no, my mom's all into that stuff wow. all into the crystals and the vibrations and the chakras See, and you just gotta hope that I the think... jehovah's witness phase doesn't happen like no, she, your birthday jehovah's, or christmas <laughs> or like whatever jehovah's like, witness, no. well it was only for like a month or two sure. go away oh, and she found out wild. we had to go door to door she's like we're not going mm -mm. To we need Christmas and birthdays. Can't it be like a pampered chef party where they come to yeah. me? And <laughs> <laughs> like Tupperware. Just come over here. <laughs> Bunko party. Yeah. <laughs> Bunko. Yeah, the crystals and things. I think people think I'm all into that because sometimes I'll be like, yeah, the energy is. And I know like your seven chakras. I know like, I know a lot of like about a lot of random stuff. And then they'll be like, oh, you're like a witchy or two. Like you're so holistic and stuff. I'm like, I mean. You know what it is? It, it's a not, pinch of it. It's, not it's really. It's not that there's more of them. It's always been there. It's usually women. Women between the age of like 18 yeah and well 29 the craft. that are looking dude, for dude i literally was gonna say i blame the craft a faith <laughs> or something yeah so. i blame the craft twice now because <laughs> witchcraft is back again and like in fashion and life because there was a reboot of the craft and i went through that because it came out when i was like in elementary school i was like in sixth grade when the first craft came out and uh, oh did i do some seances and some bloody marys in the mirror did for I? sure did i see myself die in a mirror and turn into bones and then into dust Maybe I don't know if that was real. I was like ten. <laughs> we did a lot of uh, writing down secrets and then burning them and then putting them in like old Dr Pepper bottles and then like, just <laughs> burying those. So I'm oh. sure we ruined the soil at our friends' like backyards. Me, me and my sister. Uh, sorry, we'll wrap this up. Again, people like think we're like spiritual or something. I, I'm just very intuitive. Also, like very intuitive. I'll think of somebody that call me or like I'm always texting you at the same exact moment you're texting me, like things like that. But my sister and I did uh, a cleansing of a house of our friends. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if I even believe that. Whatever, but this With lady, the sage and all that stuff. Yeah, and then we like had some candles and made up something. And me and my sister aren't those people really, but our friend and I. We just got we had been drinking some wine. We're like, yeah, we're gonna get the come on some crystals and some of Dude, this. I know a chick that sells uh, water Yeah, bottles. let's bring the, the rosary. I know a chick that sells water bottles with a crystal inside. What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And says that that's like. Oh yeah, they drink the crystals. Have you seen the um, sports bras too that they sell with a pocket for your crystal right in the middle? They have a little pouch, and it's specifically for that. And I think because I talk about joking about witchcraft so much that my Instagram, all the things on there, I was like, here, have some witchcraft. Like all the sponsored <laughs> things are like, here's witch things, here's some spell books, here's all the time. And then I go to them. I didn't even know there was witch pop music, like. Sure. Witch pop. It's like hyper pop about witch stuff. I don't know, but punk I run Christian. into that. Yeah. I, punk rock or punk Christian? Punk hey, Reliant K. K. Oh, Reliant K. MXPX was yeah. like in that realm. Uh, yeah. Weren't they for a minute? No, there was a band called The Crucified too back in the 80s that was a punk Christian band. Crucified. I was, or uh, I listened to like Under Striper. 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 Yeah, Striper's that. Is it Striper? Yeah. yeah. There's. I still, I, I, I will still Emory, occasionally I listen to. to DC Talk, and that is that's a that's an era. That's like I a, mean, yeah, <laughs> time. Yeah, I'll go back to some old stuff for sure. I'm way too nostalgic in the music. I'm like, grow up already, Carla. You're not 17. Get it together. But I think part of it too is like not having kids. It's like I don't feel like I'm aging at all, and everybody around me like their kids are now the age I feel like I am. Like, what's going on? All right, I'm forever Peter Panning. And also impostering. Um, but I appreciate both of you so much and Patty for hanging as well and Snow the Dog. Um, check out Sarah K Comedy, Sarah Kennedy. I'm Carla Vasquez, Carla Vasquez Comedy. Also, we, Carla V Thinks Out we, Loud. 
What do you have coming up? Yeah. Oh yeah, what do I have coming up? Uh, I think I might have a show tomorrow. The secret, like we chose. Oh yeah. Uh, possibly. Um, I'm doing that women's show July 28th. Uh, I feel like I had another show. Now I'm spacing. I don't know. It'll all be on like my page, Karlovsky's comedy, and as well as possibly even on Karlovsky thinks out loud. We'll be posting things. It's gonna be like more. These last two weeks have been a little like. Oh, whatever, you know, moving the days around, but we will be on Wednesdays next week. Um, I'll be promo- promoting it more, whatever. We'll have more live people watching all that stuff, but watch afterwards. Watch everywhere. Yeah, if you guys can pull up Spotify on your phone and then your backup phone, you pull up um, Twitch and watch that and just mute those and then you can pull up Leave YouTube. All night. Yeah, just like, just keep going yeah, around and just keep what, you know, if you want to listen to the volume, just have one on volume, you know, just see us like triple quadruple of our faces. Yeah. Please do that for listening. Um, I appreciate everybody here. Check us out next week, 6 p.m. live, everywhere you can listen, stream, whatever. I'm Carla Vasquez, Sarah Kennedy. We got Larry. Have a good night, guys. Bye. Bye. Just wave until, until it's all gone. Stop.